Hello and welcome to Completely Useless Talking Trial Edition. That's right. My next guest is on trial. He oh, is man. on. He is being accused of crime. <laughs> crime of the highest order. State your name, criminal. Uh, Dave Sauer. <laughs> Dave Sauer has returned, but this time as a criminal. Was happy to be here. Now I'm a little <laughs> nervous. Happy. Now, now I'm is, a little nervous. Now is realizing this is a trap. I was unaware I was on trial. You are, yes. Did yes. you bring a lawyer? One will be appointed to you I in have... the form of my cat. <laughs> well, perfect. That's better than anybody I know. I mean, right? <laughs> like, she has a law degree. It's very tiny. <laughs> like her. <laughs> her she's beautiful, though. She's, she's the beautifulest, silkiest kitty girl. <laughs> but your crime is not telling me that you saw Roman goddamn motherfucking 1,000 Day Reigns. Okay, to be fair, I did not, and I apologize. You saw him from a distance, I though. saw him from a distance. I did not get to meet him. I did not get an autograph, a picture, or anything. That's still but, better than anything I've done. But I absolutely saw him, and I know I did. I did my research after the fact. I did, however, not call you. I panicked in the moment. I... I <laughs> You were the you're the second person I know about yeah. WWE. The first was Crockett, and I apologize, which is a reasonable answer. And I have apologized to you previously, but yes, I saw Roman Reigns. It was so matter of fact and cool, and just like nonchalant. Mm -hmm. um, quick story in Cincinnati for my cousin's wedding at a hotel that I definitely could not afford if I was paying for it. Right. Um, it was an absolutely beautiful place. We were at the hotel bar. My wife and I had just gotten there. Met up with my parents having a cocktail at the bar and then randomly I am the sexiest Samoan ever yes, just walked in I, and I mean you know people were coming and going because there was another wedding there so yeah. there was a lot of people in this in this in this hallway mm -hmm. or in this entryway and randomly Roman Reigns walks by and instantly I just I immediately knew I knew the face and I was yeah. like I know that guy and then you know my first thought was maybe as a football player but then I instantly was like no that is Roman Reigns the freaking WWE wrestler oh my god and so I started to panic yeah. you know I'm like oh You're my like, god <laughs> you know yeah I mean I've seen a handful of celebrities I've never met any of them but yeah. I've seen them be in various places but anyway I um, and so of course my parents my wife nobody knows yeah, who he is like so I'm like Bleh. and there's no one with him there's no one around there's right. the, like and he just walks by and goes to the elevator and so I just kind of casually look at my parents and say um I just saw Roman Reigns immediately they're like who the who hell the is, that? is that and then so I'm like oh my god no he is like one of the top wrestlers in the world like this is a huge deal like yeah. and so I, I called Crockett and mm -hmm. I apologize I didn't call you but I called <laughs> Crockett and I was like dude I need your help is is it even possible that I would be seeing Roman Reigns in Cincinnati right mm -hmm. now he did a quick search he was like yeah they're in Cincinnati for an event that night it was Roman Reigns it was cool as shit I did say that if 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 he came back through I was just going to casually just say hey can I get a picture with you yeah. uh, you know I, I am a fan but I have people that are major fans and I would just <laughs> this would just be fucking awesome uh, but he never did come back through oh, so yeah, I never no. got a chance to and also I have very limited experience uh, seeing celebrities or athletes or anything like that mm -hmm. but every time I have witnessed them be crowded and harassed oh, and, yeah. and screamed at and I've just always like oh, yeah. always because I haven't had that many opportunities but I've just always tried to be like you know what I saw them that's good enough for me. I don't need an autograph. I don't need a picture. I'm 100% with you yes. out there. Just let them, let them be there. Let them live their life. Right. I, I know it kind of like, as much as like, I'm going to kick myself for saying this, it, it pseudo comes with the territory, but all like creepy stalker shit does not come with that territory. No. No. Um, they are people first. Yeah, they are foremost. people first and they are entertainers, but there's no need to have this relationship where you need to parasitically like attach yourself yes. to them and like 
sign something and then sell yes. it on eBay like the second later. When they are doing the thing that makes 100%. them, you know, yeah, right. yeah, like Roman Reigns screaming his name and trying to get pictures with well, him. Well, that's part of the when sport he's, right of there. Of course. But when he is casually walking through the hotel trying to relax before he goes on stage, right. I'm not going to be the nope, person that's going to freak like, out. I'm just going to be like, do, 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 do. oh, cool, night. Absolutely. But I was going to, it, I probably wouldn't have even if he came back through, I would have yeah. chickened out, but it was, <laughs> yeah. it was very cool. It was, it's the biggest celebrity I've seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I, I I briefly saw Jerry Seinfeld in a Red's Barbershop uh, probably about 10 years ago. Damn! And I was close enough to shake his hand, but he was in a New York Yankees hat, sunglasses, was very low-key, did not say anything, did not introduce himself, so I knew he mm-hmm. was trying to be incognito, yeah. didn't make a big deal out of it, but after the fact, I was like, that was freaking Jerry Seinfeld. The biggest celebrity who I've probably, like, gushed over. I've been to conventions, though, so, like, they're there. Oh, sure. They're there. Sure. Jason Momoa. Oh, man. And did, this, you get a meet, did you get yeah, to meet him? Yeah, like, I got on the line, he signed something. Like And, like, I'm, like, an old-school Jason Momoa fan when he was, like, skinny in, in Stargate Atlantis. Okay. Like, okay. because he played, like... You liked Baywatch, uh, Jason Momoa. Never you know watched it. Baywatch Jason Momoa and still haven't since. <laughs> <laughs> like, ironic. L- sure. Like, I saw pictures of it. I was like, oh, he cute. <laughs> he very cute. He very Always cute. been cute. Handsome man. Is, was he a good dude? Because he sure oh, seems like fuck. a good like, dude. He was like, sup, bro? How you doing? And sure. like all that. I think he just came off of Conan. Like, okay. Like, the Conan movie. Like, because... Oh, so this was probably what? What was that? Like, six years ago, maybe? Well, it was 13. Damn. It was like 13, 14, something like that. Wow. God, time flies. Okay. Right? Yeah, I think, yeah, it had to be because I remember college a little bit. Okay. Because I went down to visit a friend who went to Apui and then we went there. Okay. But no, nah, he was really chill. Giant. He is ah, a massive intim- man. Intimidating. Yeah. Um, I still like, um, I don't know if you heard this, but the Fast X movie didn't hit as high as Vin Diesel wanted. Yeah. So he blamed. <laughs> I heard that he blamed. Yeah. It was like, and, and I heard it was, it was scene stealing and I was like, dude, usually that's a very good thing. Like, right. you know, I, I, I didn't, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't it's seen like the last four or five of those. Fine. But. It's like, it's very like bland. Yeah. Like this movie's just like, there's a lot of it you didn't need. Also, wasn't it supposed to be the last one, and now all of a sudden it's like the a start two-parter. of a new trilogy or some shit? I think it's like a two-part. It's a two-part. I swear okay. to God, if it goes into a third movie, I'm going to be like... We will be 50 years old watching Fast and Furious some type of I think Diesel's movies. already 50 years old. Yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And he will be like Granddad, uh, what's, what's the Granddad. Toretto, <laughs> and he will, he'll make a cameo, in, and his kid will take over the franchise. I don't think they're... No. Because people will still watch it. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, the, uh, ten movies and people are still arguing over whether it's good or not. So obviously they're making. Honestly, money. if they ended at Fast Five, it'd be like perfect ending. Yeah, no, nothing is needed. Yeah, fantastic. I believe I watched Fast Four was the last one because I watched Tokyo oh, one, Drift, which was technically the third one. Like, the one they were just like, this is the Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious. Yes, yeah, that was, was the like last their, one. It was I their watched. soft reboot a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. And that, I mean, that did well. Well, obviously they've all done well in yeah. some way, shape, or form. I, uh, I do, I do still enjoy Tokyo Drift. And Tokyo I don't, Drift. I don't fucks. care. I don't it care. Fucks. Little bow wow. Come on, man. You know, <laughs> he's in a lot of legal trouble. Not legal trouble. He's Instagram faking right now. 
Oh, oh yeah, about like yeah. being on jets, and he's not really. Honestly, don't give a shit. Yeah. Ironically, he was supposed to do something in AEW, and then it just got dropped. Suddenly. Really? Like uh, the only reason I know that was because the person he was supposed to feud with was like a women's mid card champ, and like she was like <laughs> dominant and all that. That's awesome. But, like, was he gonna get his ass beat by a woman? Because that would be so cool. One, he already gets that happening. Don't <laughs> kink shame here. That's true. Two, uh, we do not kink shame on cut. Uh, three, never. Uh, no, he was gonna bring like a powerhouse woman. And then, like, out of nowhere, it got dropped. The only reason I know that is because it was happening at the Indianapolis show I watched. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just fe- I just feel like getting beat up by a woman would be very off-brand for him. I mean, he tries to display tough. Everyone tries to display tough guys. Exactly. But but especially him. Like, I feel like more. I know nothing about Lil Bow Wow except for a surprise. It's not Bow Wow anymore. Or it's not Lil Bow Wow. It's just Bow Wow. Bow Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I'm politically correct now. Yeah. I think actually just goes by his real name. I don't even think Bow Wow. I think, I think we're dating Bow-wow ourselves was- there. Definitely not his real name. <laughs> imagine well, no, that. for sure, but I think he goes by his real name. Like, he didn't even go by Bow Wow. I'll imagine if on your birthday it says Bow Wow. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Come on. But I definitely, I mean, at some point you got to drop the lull. You know, I feel. I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't have to. You got a movie career after being like Mike. That's the movie I was trying to think about. Like Mike. I watch oh that movie a lot. God. Yeah. I, I can almost, like, from memory, I haven't seen it in a decade more. Um, did you know that there's like there isn't there one with Kevin Durant that like it's the same kind of concept a little kid playing but Kevin Garnett or Kevin Kevin, Kevin Durant Garnett. <laughs> Kevin Durant is the main like the, there are worse kids basketball movies out there than like Mike is what I'm trying to say like Mike was fun it was I, fine yeah, it was fine it appealed to its audience it Air, was fine. Air Bud was fine too okay <laughs> Air Bud is a national treasure Air Bud Golden Retriever was an awesome was an awesome movie I do like how upon hindsight it's like it's not is it Angels in the Outfield no it's not Angels oh, in the Outfield oh yeah well no, I mean no, that's no, a no. movie well no it's a movie I know it's a movie and that one sticks is Angels in the Outfield the movie where that kid can suddenly throw a fastball like really really quick uh, that's Rookie of the Year thank you um, and that <laughs> is top five sports movies all to Henry Rowan Gardner, are you fucking kidding me? I love that movie. And Sandlot. And I'm a Reds fan, so the fact that it's about the Cubs, <laughs> the Sandlot, 100%. I mean, Sandlot is a really great movie. Rookie of the Year is, like, just mm-hmm. because if it was anybody else's, if if, I, if it wasn't in my childhood, I'd probably look at it and say it's su- stupid, but I love it. But that's the point. Like, I feel like a lot of movies nowadays, especially just because of producers and studios and all that, they're very scared or very timid to sure. do like the things the risks that were taken in the 90s and the risk in the 90s are just having fucking mm-hmm. wacky fun yeah well i don't i don't claim to know anything about you know movies and how they're produced and stuff but i did listen to matt damon talk about just how with 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 dvds not being a thing anymore yeah like that, that's the, wildfire. The, the way to make money now as studios and as actors and producers mm-hmm. and directors you know you have to get that money with from the theater up front so you've got to like that's why those smaller budget stuff doesn't get made that much anymore which really sucks for us because you know i i i would assume that the a movie like goodwill hunting may, may not get made in today's and even if age. it is, it's A24 backed, which is not a bad thing. I'm not sure. saying it's not a bad thing at all. Sure. I'm just saying you know where it's going to come from. And then immediately people go, oh, A24. Yeah. That's going to be shit. Yeah. It's going to be artsy and terrible. <laughs> exactly. And, and there's going to be X amount of people that just won't see it because of that. Right. And like, that's fine to you to not go see a better movie than yeah. anything that's being put out right now. Yeah. But if shit doesn't blow up, if it's not big budget, if it doesn't have Tom Cruise in it or, you know, the the list of the 20 actors that are bankable, it's 
just doesn't get made. I was about to listen to a podcast this morning before I had uh, went to go drop my cousin off to work, and um, the guy started talking about Mission Impossible. I was like, nope, because it comes out like today. Yeah, and I'm just like, and I'm over here like, oh, I dated the podcast. Shit. <laughs> I d- uh, I don't. I think maybe I watched the last one. Dude, Mission Impossible movies still rule. Oh, they just keep going up. Yeah, and like everyone's like, up, oh, it's gonna suck. And then like Ghost Protocol, everyone just went. Hold up, what? That was good? That was awesome. And then Rogue Nation was better. Yeah. And then Fallout. They could have ended on Fallout, had their Lord of the Rings ending right there, which, look at me at that ending and tell me it's not just a direct rip off of Frodo. Like, he wakes up in a sunny valley, surrounded by his friends. I don't know that I've seen Fallout. How did that one end? I think Rogue Nation was the last one I saw. Uh, Fallout has um, uh, Henry Cavill in it. Okay, then I did. Then I have seen him. Yeah, I don't. I just don't it's, remember. It's the end. So like, I he's on the much. cliff. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. The helicopter goes down, and then he gets plucked and like hooked in the face, and then yes. brutal death scene. Yes, I still like that's the mustache that sank a Justice League. <laughs> is it really? That My is that God. mustache that sank a Justice League. Ugh. And for what? I mean, it's a better. It's a better movie, but it didn't need to be there. I mean. What, the mustache? The mustache. How dare you? That mustache is a key, important, integral plot point. <laughs> it's, it was fine. It, it was, was fine. a key and important. It didn't need to ruin point. an entire other movie. Yes, okay? it did. Because jo- Joss Whedon took over, and that movie became shit. Yeah. Because then we just saw the extended Snyder Cut. That whole block, and I don't know if you're as intense as Mike Gibson is, but I think those movies all suck. And I'm oh, sorry. the DC movies? I, yeah, I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan. And yeah. it's just also hi Mike if you listen to yeah. the day. Well, um, I he he talked about our last podcast, so I think he does listen. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Mike Gibson up Mike in Chicago. Gibson. Oh, um, Sergey, formerly known as Dennis, loves you forever. Oh my God, I miss him so much. Yeah, he. How's he doing? He's doing well. Good. Um, Where's he at now? He's with me at Garden Table. Very cool. Yeah, we work together again. We being crazy, eating spicy shit. Yep. Yeah, doing the same Brings old up. thing. Sergey. Yeah, Sergey. Yep. I saw the post. Yep. Yeah. He. Yep. And yeah. Is he doing well? Yeah, he's doing well. Good. I'm going to help him get to a monastery here in uh, Cleveland. Okay. Here in the next couple of days. Like, Very cool. He's got he's got his way out there. I'm just going to go pick him up and bring him back here. Is he still with his partner? No. no. Got it. Yeah. Um, other than that, no, it's just, it's fun working with him again. It's just all chaos all the time. Oh my God. It's so much fun. Never, never knew what was going to happen, but you always knew it was going to be fun. And he was always so, he, well, I'm sure he's still so goddamn positive oh, all yeah. the time. Hey, just that happy go lucky guy. He's a bit more snippy, but like, well, that's, yeah. Comes with territory. Comes with age. Yeah. Um, he always brings up the time when you got really mad at him by throwing a tray away in the trash, just the entire tray. Oh, yeah, I lost it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I still remember one, one of my fondest memories of of uh, Sun King Carmel was uh, cutting everybody and you, me, and him just getting absolutely destroyed for two hours with whatever event was oh, going God, on outside. Above. Yeah. Well, yeah, we that were was, already slow that day. Yeah, it we, was were, winter, we were it was super rainy. slow. It was in the winter. And then it was just like chaos and then it's just like 70 to 100 people just showed up out of the yeah. blue to go sit out on the pat on the downstairs patio because it was raining so they could watch the fucking prompter what was okay it yeah, was, it was like their movie- park rewards that's right <laughs> yes god that was a lot but that was a lot of fun i mean not at the moment no in the moment was it was awful. pseudo also watching hocus pocus on one of the tvs love that yeah it was on it was around halloween so hocus the season pocus was on there 
tis the season. Just looked up and said, focus, focus. This is the most smooth trial I've ever been a part of. Actually, I've never been on trial before. Well, the trial ended after you okay. apologized multiple times. I just Got want it, it, on, I just want it yeah. on record. That's fair. That's yes. fair. So, I've served my sentence. You served your sentence, but now we must talk more creatively. Okay. God of War Ragnarok. Beautiful. I have opinions. Okay. Let's okay. get into this. So, mechanically, characters, love it all. Story, oh my god, I don't like the story. It's, so like, my biggest thing was I could tell they wanted to make this a 40-hour game. And thus, and thus, any major decisions made by the character were immediately resolved in the next scene. That's fair. And that's what bothers me so much, was that, like, you had this very heavy moments of um, Brock dying. I don't give a shit about spoilers. It's been out sure. for seven, eight months. You're, yep. you're fucked, kids. Um, <laughs> you get this emotional scene of Brock dying. Sindri disappears. You know nothing. And then they go away. Here's what I, I kind of wanted this. I wanted years in between certain things. Yeah. This is a war. This isn't something that's immediately finished within a week. Because sure. it feels like a week. It felt very quick. It felt very quick. That My biggest thing was just pacing of a story. Because there were no consequences to anyone's actions. No. Like, through the game. I wanted Loki to grow up in Asgard. Yeah. Because that would have fucked. Oh. Think about it. Like, it, and also, it took him too long to find the masks. Like, yeah. He immediately knew the language. Yeah. Like it's just there were things that didn't add up. That's, I was just like, fair. you had this beautiful gem of God of War 2018, where it wasn't the most perfect game, but it just draw this emotion out. And I'm not gonna shit on Christopher Judge at all. Perfect Kratos, perfect delivery, perfect everything. Yep. It was just I wanted like a bit more aging. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, that's fair. Because at that point. Imagine, like, again, it's all hindsight. It's all, like, this doesn't mean shit. Like, it's all just is what is, right? But, like, imagine, like, Kratos becomes, like, from teenager to young adult. Kratos, like, not Kratos. Atreus goes from uh, kid to young adult. Kratos is still fighting this war. And they meet occasionally on the battlefield. And those are the only glimpses they see of each other until, like, this big pinnacle moment and stuff. That that would have been absolutely epic. The, 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 the war aspect of it could have been so much better it should have you been, know it could have been like epic and like yeah. i like um my biggest thing was also fr i didn't want freya to immediately forgive kratos yeah i wanted there to be like a fight yeah like because and i loved the i loved the the small glimpse of like crazy freya that you got and then just so quickly it's gone yeah that's my thing is just like yeah. there's no pacing to anything yeah when it's Ragnarok, this thing takes place over years. Exactly. Like, in the myth. In, and, in reality, everyone probably went like, yeah, probably a big volcanic eruption happened. Well, and I wish there could have been more time spent in, like, rallying the troops and getting all right. of these realms together. It's just like suddenly they were just there. And, like, yeah, the, the few scenes that you got in the battle were cool, but, like... I mean, they could have made, they could have stopped, they could have done so much more and then stopped that game right before the actual battle and then truly had an entire other game of the Battle of Ragnarok. You know what the it biggest plot hole still is from 2018? So you know how Atreus uh, gets sick and Kratos takes him to, who blew the horn? Who blew the horn? Like, so, like, you're up the elevator, you're on the, you're kind of on the Lake of Nine, and you hear, mm, to summon Yarmagander. Where? Who blew didn't that Mim horn? Didn't Mimir do it? No? No, no. no. So Mimir does it because you hold him to it. But there's a scene where you go up on the kit, go up on like the elevator. Yeah. And you're holding Dine Atreus. Yeah. And you hear, and someone, and Mimir says, someone summoned the snake. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. We don't know. So here's my theory. Okay. Like, here's how I would have, like, the ears thing happened. They have this really tender moment, but then Odin stabs Kratos. So that little vision that happens in, like, um, also the big thing about, like, destiny is never written, blah, 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 all that. I'm like, that kind of felt very flat considering mm-hmm. how everything ended up. Yep. And, like, I get, like, the ending mural was actually supposed to be Odin and Atreus doing that and collecting his soul instead of Kratos. That's a cop out. Um, my thing is that just make the game longer. Make it Red Dead Redemption two levels of long. Make yes. it like eighty hours, and like I get like forty to fifty hours is like the thing because we all have small attention spans. But people sure. loved this game. Oh, absolutely. People were like going to faint over this game. That and was then, their opportunity to really dive in, right? And like just do it and like tell the story. And I get Gary and I get Blaylock, the guy who made the first one, was only not directing but just producing, so he didn't have a lot of power. Sure. Like, but I just feel like he should have I get you don't want to write a story, you finish your story, you're done, bring in the next guy, but I feel like for that it needed him, or yeah. at least the creative vision behind it. Cuz I'm sure he had some concept of what he wanted to do after that, right? right? I mean, I also wanted my dragons. I spent how many hours after game freeing the dragons? <laughs> Give me my fucking dragons. This is fair. This is absolutely fair. You know, my my biggest issue, at, and because I am not on the level of you of understanding those type of things, but mm-hmm. I was not a fan of the amount of time spent playing as Atreus. Like, I just felt like the game was lesser. The things to do were lesser. It was just kind of like this forgotten about add-on that they were... I just felt like at the end of it, it was like, oh, crap, we were supposed to make this whole side thing with Atreus, and let's put it together real quick. It was still fun, but it wasn't as cool as playing it. So, like, if if the future of God of War is at at some point Kratos is going to die or retire and Atreus is going to take it over, that didn't necessarily get me gung-ho about playing with Atreus. And that's why I feel like if Atreus leaves and you play him to Asgard but you don't fully commit him to Asgard, like, you just get him to Asgard, you have that little interaction, and then he and Odin spend years, years like, growing and, like, he grows up and, like, basically becomes his little son a little bit because Odin's a massive manipulator. Sure. But, like, my theory is he kills Odin kills Kratos after they have like his big like teary reunion a little bit and I'm talking like Kratos summons the axe but Atreus grabs it midstream and then just goes like that and just looks at his dad that would be dope and then like the best part like I thought about this in detail about again it's all hindsight I'm not shitting on the Kratos behind I'm not shitting on I just like this is my brain how it works sure as Kratos lays dying um, Atreus gets really fucking mad and the chaos blades wrap around him as an automatic thing. Okay, now that would be tight. And instead of red, they go green. Ooh, that would be because it's a different cool. owner, and like oh, I yeah. know that doesn't work like that, but I fuck it, it's my head <laughs> Sure, right? Um, so in in this thought process, like Atreus is fine with his dad being killed, or he's mad? No, that his he's dad mad because like so like I think like there was a big battle. They fall in a crevice, and like they have to get out, and it takes them a couple months, and like no one gotcha. knows if they're dead or alive. Got it. Like Odin's searching for the mask, so I'm thinking just a little bit of tease there. Kratos knows how to go back in time. And then has some fun because the idea behind um, the Golden Hand in 2018 was that it wasn't um, Faye, his wife, who did it. It was future Atreus who did it, who showed the path. Okay. Yeah, in 2018. That's like a little fan theory. So I'm like, I'm playing on that to expand upon that. 
That would be okay. And, and like, I didn't think about that. And then he goes back in time and then indicates to Atreus and all them. Like, same events happen. Sure. But, like, he goes and, like, transports consciousness to, like, the present day, gets the spear, like, grabs the spear out of the way, and just, like, stands with his dad in that moment. That'd be freaking cool. Right. And, like, I, I would imagine it being on Vanaheim, more or less, mm-hmm. happening, because that's, like, that seems to me, like, the pinnacle war. Yeah. Like, and then, then they can do everything, like gain the dogs, go do everything, kicking off that way. But like, it just felt like it felt rushed in it, a story perspective. It absolutely the, the gameplay was mechanics rushed. and everything were fine. Like sure. they were great. But honestly, they weren't. Hated that the much. berserkers and everything they stood. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. I <sighs> they were annoying. They were they were annoying. They were they were annoying. And, and, and it, for whatever reason, it just wasn't as. Intense as fighting those Valkyries. No, it like wasn't. it just wasn't. I understood they tried to recreate it, and it was it was also, fine. Also, where did the Valkyries come from in Ragnarok? We killed them. Yeah, we killed them. <laughs> I do it's like valid. how God of War was like, yeah, you did all that stuff, and like Ragnarok was like, yeah, you did all that stuff in the first one. It's fine. We know you did. It. We know you did it. Yeah, I. It just gosh, I didn't really think about this until we started talking about this, but right, it, it was it was disappointing in some ways for sure. Right, but. It, for me, it's just there's no consequences to anything. Yeah. Like, Fruit immediately forgives you after Mom shows up for bringing a war to her home. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't! Yeah. And I did like kind of like the tortured backstory of Thor. Oh, no. I like Thor's backstory. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the few things where I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. That considering everything that's gone through in mythology, that he would... Oh wow! I didn't think about this, but but, but if Loki shows up and they become friends and they become half brothers, because then that can lead to all the other myths. <gasps> oh, oh! Sorry, there's a myth where um, Loki fake makes Thor look like a woman to fake getting to the giant's camp to get Mjolnir back. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a Norse legend where Mjolnir gets stolen by the giants. I think one of the kings of the giants. Can't remember his name. And in order to get there, um, Loki proposes the idea of making Thor look like a woman, marrying them off, and then having the hammer. And then killing all the giants. That's like an actual... Yeah, actual Norse scald um, saga, everything. I love that. (laughs) Now, is there going to be another God of War? I won't play it if there is, honestly. Really? Why not? I don't know. Like, I feel like... Again, this goes to my personal preference of just, like, this was fine. And, like, I'm not saying, like, I don't... I think it was just expectations were set really high for the game. Because sure. the first one was just really good. But, like, for me, it's just... It's okay. Like, it's fine. It's ended. Like, Atreus is going to go do his own thing. But I feel like there was just a lot of wasted potential with this story and a lot of wasted things that, like... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, even, like, the the ending, like, there, there, there wasn't, to me, it wasn't resolute. Like, no, they could now create, if they wanted to, two completely separate games where you could follow Atreus doing whatever he was doing, or you could still, I mean, literally, doesn't Kratos say at the end, like, there's a lot more work to do? Yeah, man, that's I mean, just to complete all the side quests. Yeah, so, I mean... I just, I don't know. I just feel like you could easily make another one. Red Dead Redemption 2 length, baby. Yeah. 80 hours. I think that's the game I'm going to go back and play now. I So, since we last spoke, mm-hmm. I beat that game. Yes. I started playing and got a bulk of the way through Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 
That's a fun game. Very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, I just work got in the way and then I stopped playing it. And then I, instead of going back into it, I had heard about Valhalla mm-hmm. and I got that and I am struggling to get into Valhalla. Yep. It is. Yep. So much like cruder and obviously, I mean, the landscape is different. I mean, it's ancient, ancient Greece or freaking England, England, you know, England. it's depressing, it's icy, it's cold, it's gross. But honestly, around that time, they were having a bit of a small renaissance, like a peacetime. True. Yes. True. But then the Vikings showed up and said, hey, you killed my dad. Get I'm, fucked, nerd. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you. <laughs> uh, we're going to take over Northumbria. Yeah. Keep going and then take half of England. And then we're going to lose it. And then we're going to gain all of England. And, then, and we're going to take it all. I love that period in history because yeah. it's just really interesting to see all that because outside of that... Normandy, like that was just Daneland. Like, sure, they were like they were just Christianized Danes that the French king hired so people wouldn't go fuck up Paris anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because once the Ragnar Lothbrok is a mythical figure, kind of in that because they're like, oh, that could have been him, or that could have been him. But they all know that once he died in England at one time, all of his sons said, "We're gonna gather the biggest army we can, get on some boats, and go over here." Love it. Um, that's that's I want to I want to play a video game with that. They do so. There's a DLC called The Siege of Paris. Like I'm right there with you though. Valhalla's really hard to get into. Yeah, especially with their leveling system. Yeah, because you're contained to an area. Yeah, it's not like a vast area. No, it's a small area, and there's not a lot to do in the area. No. Like, and I get like I get how video games work. I get how processing power works, and I get. They want to do that, but I'm hoping Mirage is going to be a bit better. But I, but I felt like it was such a 182 from Odyssey. I mean, and and I will be the first to admit there were parts of Odyssey that were just stupid, right? Like there's way too much to do. Totally get that. But then I just felt like it was a complete 180 between that and you know, yes, you I know, because there was there were parts of Odyssey that it was almost overwhelming because you would constantly, you know, I would I would get on knowing that I would only have about two or three hours to play, and I would want to do and something like and then just get things on the left, and there. then just get completely sidetracked, and it was a lot of fun, but in. It, in the opposite, like, I just, I don't know. I'm only about four hours into it, but it's just not. Have you made it to England sp- yet? In, no. Uh, oh. No. Oh. No. Get to England. Okay. Then, then it gets a little more fun. Eh. Yeah. Eh. You can beat people to death with shields. All right. No, that's cool. I remember. And I do like the idea of having a, wielding a war hammer. Like, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And that's like, they, on the surface, Ancient Greece versus, you know, Viking times, I would be much more interested in, in Viking times. So yeah. that's why I thought I would love the game, and I, I'll continue to play it. I'm really interested in Mirage because it takes place in Mesopotamia around 800, 878. Um, okay. Ba- Basim, the one, the assassin you meet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the main character in the next one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I guess it's because it's all predicated. Okay, so what's... You're Are you going to ask me about Assassin's Creed lore? Because then we're going to pull out a chalkboard here, and then I'm going to pull out some sunglasses. <laughs> give me... Like, and then I'm going to pass you a blunt, because we're going to have to take a long time to get through this. Give me the three-minute... Like, all of this... Like, what are they going back to figure out? At this point, I don't know dick diddly squat about that, because, like, the reason they went back in time was to prevent the apocalypse. Okay. But then the apocalypse happened, or it's slowly happening. I don't know time frame about how things are happening. Now Got they're it. collecting all the big artifacts to like do a thing. 
it hurts my brain. Okay. Um, it like I don't. They they got no plan. Like in got full it. candor, they don't have a plan after Desmond got nerfed. Like he got killed. Okay. After suicide, basically suicide. Um, and yeah, nothing. Fair. Yeah. Like, Beautiful. Love a lot. I like. Um, I like Black Flag uh, Syndicate and Unity for what they were. They were okay. fun. They were fun. I enjoyed it. It upgraded the parkour system. I got to be a pirate. I've always wanted to be a fucking pirate. <laughs> um, I have a fucking pirate tattoo for the love of God. Um, but no, it's just... I understand where they're going. Yeah. Uh, Origins was a lot of fun. I just... I think they just need another captivating character to kind of bring it in because even with you're going to jump on my lap now, QQ, you're like, oh, no. No. No jumpy on Psych. that Oh, just scritchies. Just checking. Just checking. Um... No, Assassin's Creed is really weird, like, of uh, just where they're going, because no one knows. <laughs> at this point, it's It's just it's shit become, at this point. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're also making money, and they know what people want, I guess, I suppose, or they're trying to figure that out. You know what's funny? <laughs> so, Ubisoft has been teasing this pirate game called Skull and Bones, and had, like, some of the most epic pirate... Tra- it's like a pirate game. Okay. Like, just think, did you ever play Black Flag? Mm-mm. Um, the point of Black Flag is, um, imagine, so you know how in Odyssey you do the row ship? Yeah. Imagine being a pirate and having a big ship in a big world where you can just attack ships at random. Okay. And so it's a lot more naval-based. Yeah. And- naval-based, you got Cuba, you got the Caribbean and all that. Okay. Um, that, I really love that game. Yeah. Because you weren't an assassin or a Templar, you played both sides a lot, so you went back and forth. Because okay. Because Edward wasn't, he was just pirate. Okay. He just happened to attack a ship that had an assassin on it going somewhere, and then he killed the assassin. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he kind of stumbles into it, essentially. Yes. Okay. And then he doesn't give a shit till the last act. Is it a lot of sword fighting? Yes. Yeah. But Do you have, like, do you have like, a, like a badass single-shot gun? Uh, that you have four. Cool? Oh, because, what? So, like, you have the single-shot pistols, right? Yeah. So there's an upgrade you can do where you have two on your chest and two on your hip. That's fucking cool. Yeah. So And you can, like, do combos. So if they're all loaded, you go, like... Bang, 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 and like kill four people right there. Okay, now that's cool. That's <laughs> cool. I didn't know that. It's also just a really good story because it's equally as depressing, but equally as fun. I feel like they're all kind of depressing in their well, own way. Well, they are because they? They're, at the, they're at the fall of a lot of things. That's true. Like, you're at the fall of uh, piracy in the Caribbean in 4. You're at the fall of monarchies, and you're in the beginning of Reign of Terror, France. And then you're in... Um, 1860, whatever the ball's in, uh, Syndicate, which I like because you can just form a gang and go fight people. Wait, so Syndicate takes place in the 1860s? Yeah, it takes place around in London. Okay. And you're just, uh, you could switch between a sister and a brother. Okay. One is more brawly, the other's more sneaky. Okay. I'll give you a sense of which one they decide to pick for that um, because they're like, ah, gender norms. For yes. sure. But they're not saying that one is equally powerful than the other. One's just more brash and all that. Gotcha. It's a lot of fun. You get a Batman grappling hook. All right, now that's cool. Yeah, you get to like look at something and go... Yeah, I, I, I felt like one of the things that I read about when I was deciding to play Odyssey was like, oh, that you don't have the grappling hook in this one, and people were bummed out about it. I I like it. I like I liked Syndicate. It was a perfectly good game, Like, and the characters were fun to play. Sure. Because they had individual characteristics, like they were stary- they were character they were characters and character types of big brashy brute boy and sneaky woman smart woman sure and which is fine but they had individual stories but there are also consequences which I have a big thing about stories and consequences why I love Peaky Blinders because if anyone dies or any violence is committed Thomas Shelby gets a shit beat out of him in the first two seasons yeah 
God, Peaky Blinders was so good. It's so, so good. It's not over yet. They're making a movie. I know. I'm excited. I did like how, and spoilers for everything about that, I'm, the Alfie, I loved Alfie, mm-hmm. Tom Hardy's character. Mm-hmm. It's it's just so good. Um, I th- Was it season three or season four where they brought in the Italian mob and that was four? Four, because three's dealing with um, the abusive church guy. Yep. Grace dies. Yep. Out of nowhere. And then the Russians. I I feel like season four was my favorite season. Oh, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. And it's the like, what they do I, I mean it's just it's it's great. And um That season's been out for years, but you can say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, well I what the hell is the I'm also gonna do that real quick. That's perfect. Gonna, yep. Um the the Freaking, what's his name? The guy with a big nose. Oh, uh, um, Adrian Brody? Yes, he was fantastic. Oh, and he's I'm a not fantastic an, actor. He is. I've never been a huge fan of his, but he was wonderful. Oh, he was fantastic as just yes. mafia guy. Yes. Yeah. And the the brother coming back, like, just, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. I, I always But again, that. consequences, because you didn't think those three brothers. Now, of course, like, if they were going to kill one of them, I... The one that got killed, the one that you would assume was going to get killed, <laughs> got killed. But at least he got killed, right? You know, he there's died. so there's it wasn't the miracle thing of like, oh, he miraculously survived. The bullet dodged his heart by two inches. It's I, like, nope, he did. No, he's freaking dead. And he there's did. consequences to it. They got to take care of his family. They got to take care of his kids. Like, I and then they fuck off it. because yeah. Shelby, because Esme is very mad. I'm yes. like, no shit, you're very mad. Yeah. The man you love just got gunned down in front of his home. Yeah. Uh, Which was brutal. That scene was heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just... I love that What show. was that brother's name? It started with a J, didn't it? John. John. That John. Was it. I was like, Joe or John. It's one of the basic yeah. white names. And yeah. yes, I have John in my middle name. So, yes. you know. Well, not going to say basic. that. My, my middle name's James. So hey! I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of just Cillian Murphy, or is it Killian Murphy? Cillian. Cillian Murphy? Yeah. Um, Oppenheimer looks fucking awesome. Not interested. What? Not interested. Why? Because Christopher Nolan can't write dick. Oh my god. Okay. I'm not even gonna No, we're gonna open this worm. This is this, that is look, ridiculous. Look at me in the eyes. Look at me in the eyes. This man can write scenarios fantastically. Everything else. Great. Characters not so much. Uh, <laughs> I agree to disagree. I don't know. I listen, the only reason that Joker is popular is because he did the like um God, I can't remember his name. Heath I'm, Ledger. Heath Ledger, thank you. Yes, R.I.P. Hmm. Night's Tale is still a fantastic movie. Oh, so it's called Alonso. Hello. <laughs> I love it. That, that, talk about a character actor. I don't know what that guy's name is, but he's in Alan a lot of different Turdrick. stuff. Yes, he is fantastic. Love I love, love him. him. I love him. And Robert Brathian was in it. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, was he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just like. Great movie. That's like the main character thing that people come to. It's like, he wrote it so well. I'm like, he, he knows how to write scenarios. He doesn't know how to write women well at all. That's uh, fair. Mo- m- most of them don't. Let's be I mean, let's be fair. No, you're right. Um, and, and he makes shit blow up, okay? But he also pulls at your heartstrings, and it's just, it's fun. Name uh, heartstring moments. Name two. If you can name one. <laughs> if see Maggie Gyllenhaal's death in Dark Knight. Yeah, that was, that was tough. No, that um, was a good plot twist. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, again, a scenario. He, like, am I, like, and I only know this just because I'm an asshole, right? I'm a guy who likes to break down characters, likes sure. to write characters, like to do all this. 
my thing about Christopher Nolan, he does great scenarios. Interstellar is the perfect example of I didn't give a shit if anyone lived or died. Yeah, but but isn't that kind of what he's going for? It's over that that you weren't supposed to. I mean, in that in that specific movie, you were hoping for the fact that that Matthew McConaughey and his kid got back together at the end, and then they kind of did. But like, no, you just kind of wanted to see some cool space travel and some wormholes and some crazy shit. And then that's then I think we're arguing in a circle here now. Yes, Uh, scenario good, characters bad. Okay, and like, and I feel like Cillian will bring it, and that's all that's going to carry it. And like that's fine. Yeah, but I mean, you think about the other actors that are in that. They, I, I have a David, feeling they're gonna, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Emily Blunt. No, uh, it'll be good. Like it'll be good. I just I don't think I'll line up to see it day one. I guess I feel like that to me, the concept of that time. Yeah. But specifically him and like the inner workings behind it, I feel like could potentially be very boring. Yet, when you attach Christopher Nolan to it, and you know there's going to be this kind of cinematic, dramatic music, and the score, the the production. I think there's going to be a level of epicness to it that I am excited to see. But I... Well, no one thought the imitation game was going to be good, but then it blasted everyone's socks off. Yes. Because you knew Benedict Cumberbatch was a good one. The cast was solid. Yes. You kind of had an idea of what they did, you know. I knew nothing. Well, I I read up, I guess I should say, I read up on it before I saw it, because I was curious. I didn't know before what Alan Turing did. I knew that Alan Turing was like the predecessor to making a computer. Like, he was the the founder of it all. Yes. Because it was a Jeopardy question. Um, As everything is. Well, of course. Um, It's just... It's that you have to have the right people behind it, and I don't think for an Oppenheimer film... Like, I do like the idea that these people are working something that they thought would literally burn the ozone layer apart. For sure. But like, I, that that's a great, like, thing over there. I also think, though, going back to our original talk or our comments about t- cinema today. Yeah. The way that this, that that movie uh-huh. about that concept gets made in today's world mm-hmm. is because you attach Christopher Nolan to it. Yeah. You know, and that's like, how, what's the timey reversing movie called again? Um, uh, Tenet. I did not see Tenet. I heard a lot of mixed reviews about it. Yeah. And like, I feel like in my opinion, that concept was fantastic. Yeah. And was it a little bit complicated. Yeah. But yeah. No offense. Get smarter, you dumb fucks. Uh, like, how did you did you like Inception? I loved Inception. I, I loved Inception too. But again, you know, I'm trying to think of like a moment that was like emotional, like when she kills herself or when she jumps out the window. That's kind of emotional, a little bit. When his wife. But you didn't. My thing is that you had to lead up to it, and you've only seen her being a homicidal maniac up until that point. Yeah. And like you understand, like that's you, fair. And like you've just seen her interrupt Cobb. Like the biggest emotion I got out of it. Was the Saito and the DiCaprio scene at the end? Yes. That had a lot of emotion. Yes. Saito was the best character in that For sure. film. For sure. And that's not like Ken Watanabe, fantastic yeah. actor. Miles. Miles Absolutely. Everybody in that. I don't know, man. Tom Hardy's character was pretty cool. He wasn't Tom in it for Hardy very long. After, like, Tom what? Hardy just rules. Tom Hardy put his life back together from drugs and alcohol and then said, Tom you know Hardy what? Just rules. I'm going to do a lot of fun films. Yeah. And then do Taboo. And he can be, yeah, yeah. And he can just be. He can Everything. he can be a, an action star. He can be a wise ass. He can be the smartest guy in the room. He can be sleazy. He can be a socially he's awkward just, guy. He's a very great actor. No, he's Has a he won an Academy Award? 
I believe so. I, I know he's been up for them. Did did he win the same year that Leo won for that the movie they did together? Oh, that, the Revenant. The Revenant, probably because he did. He was better than Leo. He was better he was than Leo. Better than Leo. I felt like I I don't know who said that. This is not an original thought. I know somebody said it, but it was like, dude, Leo literally had to get fucked by a bear to win an Oscar. And like <laughs> at the at the same time, like what. As far as his characters go, like yeah. m- I, that I, to me, I wouldn't put that in my like top three no. Leonardo DiCaprio performances. But like, no, the Departed, he, right he literally got fucked by a bear. So damn it, give him an Oscar. But you're absolutely right. In that movie, um, Tom Hardy I, was much better. His character was 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 awesome. Right. I always say that DiCaprio should have won for The Departed. Because mm-hmm. The Departed, as much as I find Scorsese just to be okay sometimes, yeah. because I'm like, how many times can you do a mafia movie? Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. But, and again, I think, said, it, I, I, think do it, love, I do love Soderbergh films a lot, and a lot of them are just crime dramas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate for what it stands for, because I know that the real guy is a piece of shit, but as far as his... His acting in Wolf of Wall Street was very, very good. I, oh, yeah. I, he played like it was almost like borderline, like you're rooting for him, even though he's just such a huge piece of shit. You oh, know? It just, it's like watching a train crash. It's yeah, just like yeah, he's like I can't. And Jonah that. Hill's character is just awful, but he's awesome. Like I, that that movie again. I don't, I don't like that that guy has benefited from it. I think he represents a lot of what's wrong and he's now teaching people and people our age are like looking to him as some type of like people are always financial guru. Yeah. And like you have like a lot of this uh, of it's the system. It's just like mm-hmm. the churn and burn of the capitalist system. And like yep. I'm a socialist. I'll openly say that. Sure. Oh no, the government's got to come through and snipe me through the window. Oh no. Just Andrew Tate. He will. <laughs> Man's going to be locked up in Romania here soon. I know. That's so awesome. And like, listen, I didn't give a shit who he was. I didn't know anything about this one until the news guy who I go to. Like, I have multiple news sources. Mm-hmm. Until like they he brought up that this man is like alpha. I saw the best thing about that, but I'll get um, it's um, a picture of him like allegedly naked with a pillow over his junk, surrounded by beautiful women. And the caption was, "Why does he look like the gay guy in a lesbian porno?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn." You're right. That's true. And, like, I get, like, he's playing the character. He's playing the characters of, like, what Tucker Carlson do, what Bill O'Reilly did in the past, what all these people do. And it just pains me that he gets all this attention Mm -hmm. because, again, puppy channel. Turn on the puppy channel. Yeah. Adopt a puppy. Well, and there's people that don't realize that that is the character, that that is, you know, that he's playing on their, on their stereotypes Mm -hmm. and they're thinking that, I mean, this is, this is who I want to be. This is, this is real. This is, and I mean, he's making very real money for it and, you know, kudos to, you know, whatever, whatever you do. But now he's an actual criminal who's been caught in the act of doing terrible shit. Absolutely. And being just a shitty human. And I still think, you know, going back to just a very a simplistic concept. If you're a shitty person, you get treated like shit. Hopefully, you get you, you get your comeuppance at some point. It eventually does. It, and hopefully, yeah. In this world or the next, we went we went heavy there. We did, but that's how a lot of cuts go. It goes up and down, left and right. Like the last episode I had with um, the other guy, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Um, he's a great guy. Was uh, he was he the one who put out the post about mental health? Yeah. Were you guys talking about mental health? That's yeah. awesome. I I have not listened to that episode. I will. It's really good. Um, who is it, Thomas? Um, he's a guy who I met on the film I've been working on. Very cool. And he's the main actor behind it, behind Comfort Zone. Plug. Uh, did that there. There Woo! you go, Brandon. Um, 
When is, when is this film going to be finished? Uh, we have a few more days left, but everyone's been kind of busy. So okay. We're just working on that right now. So what do you do after you're done filming it and you edit it um, and all that stuff? What, we'll who's well, going to see this film? Um, we're going to put in some, allegedly we're going to put in some festivals and then that's how okay. it's first Fuck yeah. And then I'll have a credit and then I'll go from there. Love but, it. Yeah. Now you are not in the film, right? No, you are, I'm you behind are, the scenes. Okay. I'm audio guy and PA occasionally. Love that. Yeah. No, I love it. It's a great set. Good people. This is the like, same one you were working on last time we, we spoke, right? Yeah, last right? time we spoke, yeah. yeah. How long have you guys been working on this movie? Uh, it's been a couple of months now. I took a little break just because of life stuff. Like, sure. And then I'm back on it now. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll be... We got like allegedly two or three real days of production left. Like full days. And then we'll do some pickups. And then we'll go. Awesome. Back. Yeah. Go in, your, in your next movie, I want to be an extra. Bet. I will not look at the camera. Dude, I won't I ruin like, the shot. I promise. I, I have like seven scripts I've been working on all collectively. I love that. Yeah. I, I made big progress on this one that I've had since like my final semester in college. I finally gave it a name. Um, it's called Soulless. I like um, it. What's it about? Uh, so in this, I do a lot of mystical stuff right sure. i like i don't i'll do the mundane when i feel like it but those are mainly comedies or like introspectives like i the one i'm working on right now is a bunch of kids get adopted by uh, a restaurant owner okay like but occasionally throughout like one tries to rob him and the, and the old man just puts him through the table as he's trying to nice. rob the place okay and, like, he wakes up in the house goes what the fuck why am I not calling the police? Like, because you suck as a robber. Quick, now clean those dishes. <laughs> and then he's like, no, man, I'm going to rob you. Your gun, I threw your gun away. What? what? Yeah, yeah, it was plastic, dude. Like, it was like, it's that interaction. And then it's just a lot of, like, comedy stuff like that. Okay. And, like, that's not soulless. I don't know what that, I don't have a name for that one yet. Okay. Um, but I have a fun one where it's, like, one of the people that gets adopted it's his day off, so he just sleeps the entire day because he does a lot of prep and, like, all that. Okay. So, it's just, like, everyone's, like, walking on eggshells and, like, walking with pillows on their feet. <laughs> Trying like, to be that. quiet. Yeah. I love it. And, like, the one guy who just joined, like, hey, where's da-da-da? They go, shh. And he's like, what are you going to do with thing? Like, the neighborhood knows. Like, no traffic goes through there. Okay. Because you don't want to wake this guy up? It's pseudo-inspired by anime that if you wake him up, he will throw a fit and, like, flip a house. I love it. <laughs> but, no, Solus is... Um, um, it's about uh, people who make contracts with devils okay. through a specific book through one of the sons of the head devil. Okay. And like, and like, it's really kind of like, it's a lot of people who are like downtrodden and all that. So one of them makes contract with a siren. If they sing, everyone believes what they say. So like they're a bartender, like you didn't give me a change. Like, yes, I did. And like, um, she looks down and hallucinates the change she got back. Okay. And like, that's one siren. Then you got uh, Bruiser. Uh, all this is like a social commentary on stuff. Okay. Where, like, this guy had the talent. He's just old. So people like didn't pay attention to him singing and like being very talented. He or she. I don't put a gender to my characters. I like it. Because I want people to try out for a part. Sure. And just take it. Like if they can fit the character, if they can do the roles, if they fit in my brain, my stupid little brain, what make character good. Sure. Um, then they can have it. Or they could... You didn't see it that way at first, and then they came in, tried yeah, out, exactly. and then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, this and, is perfect. And that's what I like about filming and acting and all that. Like, it's a cooperation. Absolutely. My idea is just there, and if they are interested in it, have fun with it. Yeah. Like, bring to me how you think this character would act. I'm yeah. like, fucking do it. Yeah. Um, then there's uh, Bruiser, who goes up with a homeless veteran who gets uh, forced into making a contract, but the Bruiser 
get doesn't get chosen, he intercepts the contract, so he goes into it, being like, God damn it, I didn't want to go to Earth, and like all that shit. Okay. But they become friends and all that, like, because they kind of have the same backstory. It's all just, all the characters are social commentaries on things. Okay. So Homeless Veteran's one of them, uh, Being Bullied is one of them. That one, I haven't come up with a name for the devil yet, but it's um, anything they say to that character now happens to them. So, in a big pinnacle moment in the story, it goes, kill yourself. So, the character who said that, the character who said that to the person who made the contract goes, like, wide-eyed and tries to, like, jump off a building. Shit. Yeah, so, like, there are consequences to these actions, like... Absolutely. Like, and, like, it's always just a social commentary of that. And then it's just, that, blah, 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 blah. Um, I, there are seven. I can't remember the other ones. Um, one fuck. Where are my notes? Yeah, they're in the other room. I fucked up. But no, I'm. I like writing. I like making all these characters. And if I could just make one, I'd be. I'd die a happy guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So do you, I mean? Is that the go- the goal for the next one, or like, are no, you going to so continue the- doing what you're doing for this film until? You've got I've some got another movie to- lined up through the videographer behind Comfort Zone right now. Okay, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not allowed to talk about that yet because he's form cast and he's like hush hush and I'm like sure I don't give a damn. Cool. Yeah, but like I got some movies lined up and it's just fun to work on these sets, man. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah, right? that's what I want to do. Indiana is kind of it's surprisingly a well placed area to do it. Okay, like kind of like sure. you know what I mean. Like there's no like fully directed everything to it. Sure. Because, ironically, uh, down the street from here, there was an old closed-down H.H. Craig. Okay. It was, like, this really big area and all that. And I'm like, this place has been, like, for lease before I... Ever since, like, H.H. Craig died. And I'm just like, you know what you can do? You can take, like, literally a section of that, turn it into studios, and have people, like, have fun. And, like, I feel like that's what's kind of missing in today's, like, world is art. Like, the, the allowing of art. Like, the allowing of... Cheap places you can go to paint or get away from society and all that. Go have some fun. Go try on some fashion. Walk down a runway model. Have some fun. And, like, that's my philosophy of life is just, we all just want to have fun, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, and life is just so geared toward all the things that aren't fun. No, it's you just, know? like. It's all about being on your grind and side hustle and all this stuff and got to make enough. Well, and, and then, I mean, like, the very real thing about, like, you do have to make money to survive. And, yeah. like, you know, it's, like so much geared toward either having fun at a later time or not appreciating what you have now and the opportunity you have now. It sucks. Yeah. It, it really sucks. Yeah. But you I, get like the glimpses of good coworkers. Like I still hold the sunken crew I walked in with to be one of the best people I've ever worked with in my life. Like, of course, are there people that we all just go grr and like we sure a, like, a, a place that big. Yeah. And that, and that workforce that big. Right. But like, yeah. we were like, legitimately like in the trenches with each other fucking shit up. And I think, and I think we, I think we had fun, oh, yeah, you know, for the, as much as fun as you could have working in a selfish business where you're making tips and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a, it was, a, it was a good setup. Mm-hmm. It was, it was fun. It was fun. And yeah. I quite enjoy it. It was just, I still have that picture of you in the sunglasses. It's saved on, it's saved <laughs> oh, on. Oh man. I, uh, I, re- I, I still have, but it has a huge hole in it. That, that, that bad ass fucking Hold blue on. and white Hawaiian shirt. Yes. Oh, by the way, Chatham Tap on Fridays, Hawaiian shirt Fridays. Um, Did you inspire that? <laughs> I, well, actually, I kind of like came in and I kind of tweaked the, the uniform code a little yeah. bit to where you had to wear either a Chatham shirt or like a, a rep shirt for, you know, beer, liquor, or whatever, something that we sell ah. or a sports team shirt. But um, I wear, now I'm going to add on to this. 
in the highly unlikelihood, because I want out of this industry faster mm-hmm. than God could think, um, if I work at Chapman Tap, could I wear a sports jersey, but it's actually for a wrestling team? A wrestling, like, professional wrestling if, team. If, if it's a day that that is going on, absolutely. Damn, no. That's the, wait. If there's a pay-per-view on. <laughs> there you go. Um, but uh-huh, yes. victory. <laughs> but one of the servers who has been there for a long time, much longer than I have, yeah. um, wanted uh, or used to rock Hawaiian shirts. And yeah. I was like, I love that. Let's do that every Friday. And now, I mean, it depends on the Friday, but like most of the staff rocks a Hawaiian shirt on Fridays. And it, it makes me would. think of, of Sun King. It, it was the unofficial rule that everyone came in with a Sun King shirt. Absol- absolutely. Hawaiian Sun King shirt. I'm the opposite over at Garden Table. I can wear whatever I want. That's nice. Yeah. Do you like it over there? You it's make good. good money? Yeah, I make stupid money now. I'm sure. I make stupid money. And this is the one, this is the one in, in Carmel. Carmel. Like, spit distance away from Sun King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you still go into Sun King? Every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I've reduced my drinking to once a week now. Good for you. Yeah, because I don't enjoy it anymore. Yeah. Like, I'll go out socially and, like, I, I have a, I meet a friend today I haven't seen in a while. Of course, I'm going to have, like, a drink. Sure. Because celebration, huzzah, social yeah. event. Woo-hoo. But you're not trying to get hammered. No. Yeah. Game Hammer's no fun anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm am right there with you. Right. It just well, and it's like to me now it's a two day process because I feel like shit the next day. Right. And I didn't used to do that. And there was a period of my a period of time where, I mean, I went into work every day hungover, but it was just the way that I was, so I it, it didn't affect me. Now, man, I yeah. I well, don't. now you can't get hungover because if you do drink, the baby's gonna wake you up in the hour you had to get in the bed. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> and having having a child is easily the best thing that's ever happened to me, uh-huh. and it has equally been the most taxing thing. That's oh ever man. Happened to you. And I don't do anything. My wife is amazing. I, I, but I did. I I just listened to something the other day, mm-hmm. and it said. Um, the, and and I I forget, I forget who was saying, I think she was, she was a marriage specialist or something, but she said that the, to be a good dad is to be the support system for the mom. Yeah. And that to a T is what I do. I am not able to calm our son like my, my my wife is. I am not, my, my son does not respond to me the same way that he does his mom. And I don't think that is a a crazy concept, Mm but my ability to know what she needs when she is dealing in those moments, yeah. I think is so important. Oh, and, it's, and it's so fulfilling to me mm-hmm. to know that like, yeah, I mean, I can do it. I mean, my wife has had a, a handful of nights away yeah. and I've been the one that's put the baby down. When the baby cries, I'm the one who goes and gets him and, and gets him more of a bottle and all yeah. that stuff. I can do it. But on a night to night basis, it is so much smoother with her yeah. and but I know my place and I you know I've I've started to become more around the house and do more around the house hell before I I'm glad I looked at your text today I was <laughs> I was pulling weeds outside and yeah. I was doing so and and though I found my niche there mm-hmm. while also playing with Jack and having yeah. a great time but I'm not his mom I'll never be his mom and his mm-hmm. mom he has the best mom in the world oh, fun me. fact did you know that dandelions are actually good for lawns dude yes also did you just dandelions are just good in, in general like yes. eating dandelions is good for you yes man who would have thought the pharmaceutical companies were lying to us i would have never believed it it's not like earth has naturally provided for humans for not at all not at all it's yeah. not like herbs and everything i knew from a small child like oh my god how dare you even mess with dandelions don't pick them they'll they'll grow more and don't eat them and don't look at them don't smell them don't don't do anything yeah they're they're amazing and now they're like i'm like wow you're not a weed you're actually beneficial to the ecosystem yeah and I know this is going to sound weird and it's going to sound hippie to be bullshit. Sure. But I'm a hippie to be bullshitter. I love it. Um, 
I always love seeing the pictures where it's like this is a bad lawn where it's like a perfectly manicured lawn and this is a great lawn where it's like kind of wild. And Natural. Like, that's how it's kind of supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, some people are like, oh no, the grass is dying in summer. Like, it's supposed to die in summer. Yep. If you keep it living throughout time, it yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah, watering your grass is just awful. Like, just the idea of it. Like, I, I mean, we have, we planted a tree and we've been watering that tree well, to give it, different. to give it life. But like, like don't. Why? You know, I mean, sure, everybody wants if you if you own a home to have a to have a perfect lawn. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how much water are you wasting? What right? you know? I mean, think of own, the future apocalypse. I mean, come on. Anyway, yeah, that's a different. Thing. <laughs> that's a different. How long have we been talking? About an hour now. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it passes. I, I, feel, I feel like <laughs> before this it's we did like twenty fun. minutes talking. Yeah, because I wanted to get all the food service shit out of the way. But we ended up still talking. Yeah, about it food always service. happens. It's it, the life. What do you do? Yeah. What do you got to do about it? It'll always be here. It'll always be a part of you. Uh, I need a lot of therapy for, for better or worse. I need a lot of therapy to get that out. Yeah. Where's the surgery? Just don't we don't. <laughs> I feel like everybody should have to do it. Oh, my bartender back, man. It's I'm a stiff bitch. Mm-hmm. I am just that. I'm already in pain sitting in this chair after what? pulling weeds this morning. Oh, oh I just wake up in yeah. pain now. But that's what? also because oh. I treat my body like a dumpster. Not so much anymore, though. Yeah. I, I've cut out drinking a lot. Good. Um, I've tried. I am making a mm-hmm. conscious effort to eat better. Yeah. You know, not so not exercising. Should exercise. You, are you still kickboxing and, and boxing being active like I, that? I've gotten back into it. Good. I've been I've been bad this week, but the past couple of weeks, every day, if even if I work, I'll go in. I'll do light legs, but I run like I try and run two and a half mile run walk two and a half miles because it's just there. I do a, a custom track of neighborhoods and all that. Sure, come back here and then I'll do four or five minute rounds of boxing. Awesome, and then I'll do some weights and all that because it's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, and getting. Some way to get your heart your heart rate up is yeah. it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. And then yeah, no, I enjoy it. I enjoy working out. It's just fun. Yeah. It's for me it's like it's a good dopamine kick and like it's a good way to start the day, especially yeah. when Yeah. It just works out. Well, I mean, you know, when you've got pent up emotions, as I yeah, do. And you can't you can't do therapy every single day, so mm-hmm. why not hit something? In a safe, controlled environment. Safe with gloves and all that. Don't do what I do and kind of just wrap your hands up and just go whack, 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 (laughs) whack, whack, whack. That's Um, how I got bruises on my knuckles, though. Last thing I want to talk about. Man. Have you played the Harry Potter game? No, I've not played Legacy. Um, It's pseudo societal, pseudo I don't care. Okay. Like, I get why people protested it because... um, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling, trans... Like phobia phobic, whatever the shit. hell yeah yep. like i get that statement but it's like the narcissist in me is just like but capitalism guys she just got a universal world like yeah. as much as we want to put the bad guys down for saying terrible shit mm-hmm. this game still broke records this game did all that yeah. and like and like i cannot and this is coming from another friend who i have who's just like he ignores that he doesn't ignore it in the in the what's the word i'm looking for the uh <laughs> fuck um the Ignoring it, it's like he, it's a synonym for ignoring and the, um, conscious, not conscious. The other one, the, um, it's gonna bother me all fucking day. Um, oh, uh, ignorant, ignorant, got that. Got it. 30 seconds of that, <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds of me just going, what's a word? What is that word? Um, he's not being ignorant about it. No, he's one of the more smart people in my, I've met in my life. Hi, Anatoly. Um, uh, and he, um, He's just like, he says like, no, I look at it from the joy it brought me as a kid and like the ability I get to do that now, mm-hmm. which I'm like, 
cool. I didn't grow up with that. Like, I watched the movies, but I was never into it. Sure. And, like, maybe I'll get it when it's, like, 50% off or something like that. Yeah. But I've th- that's also, a good point. everything's an RPG, and I have too many RPGs to play right now. <laughs> it's a problem. Um, I, well, I am currently contemplating... A, another another game to play. What game? Um, no, that that. Oh, that. Is, so like, and that's what's come up because everybody's talked about how 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 cool it is and how fun it is. And I I do enjoy you know Harry Potter for what it is. I I didn't read the books, but I did enjoy the movies. And I just I I feel like J.K. Rowling does suck. Yes. And unless we are as a society just going to completely wipe everything Harry Potter, which we can't. Inevitably, you can't take away the fact that 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 is what it she created. A, it had a prominent social cultural impact on the world. Yeah, and do I agree with her statements? Absolutely not. Do I think it's become like weaponized on both sides? Yes, but I I don't know. I that's tough. That's it tough. is tough, and like it's kind of like the capitalist dilemma. It's yeah. a double-edged sword of having joy, but also doing something shitty. Yeah, but and knowing that, and and knowing that, okay, like is is this the stand you want to make? Like right. you know, like because as much as uh, money talks, like, yep. and like as much as we hate that it in the political system, it does. It, yeah, whoever you throw behind, it's and this and that game has already made enough money that I guarantee they're planning another one. You know, oh, they're go, they're going to or and a DLC or something like that. Sure, and they're gonna they're making a Harry Potter Harry Potter TV show, and it's mm-hmm. like you know at at what point do you just want to? I just want a vessel to be able to two hours a day, three days a week, it's play a damn game. Turn off your brain, it's have tough. some fun. Watch the Mario movie again. Just turn off your brain. Die, have your brain cells die one by one, but like it works out. I haven't watched it. Is it good? It's fine. It's fine. It's shiny garbage. What do you want from me? Yeah, I just wait. For like three hours, I just made a dumb face and went, not three hours, like an hour and a half, just went, ooh. Yeah, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Loved it. Okay, I loved haven't it. seen it yet. It's, I'm- um, as much as I've shit on Marvel for the past couple of movies, yeah. loved it. James Gunn knows what he's doing, so yeah. he'll bring some fun to DC. And that was the last G- Guardians movie, right? Last gun movie. Okay, okay. There's, um, people will return at the end of it. Okay, they, and they even say so-and-so will, returning. will return. Yeah, um... No, it was a really good movie. It knows... It made me cry. <laughs> yeah? Because Rocket's a very tragic character. Oh, God. Yeah. And you do love characters as this entire... I don't know if you're going to title this podcast, characters. but something with characters yeah. is, is should be in the title. <laughs> it's all about the characters. It is. It is. We're all characters. <laughs> We're all so characters. Yeah. It's all fun and games. It's absolutely right. Um, <laughs> This is a random tangent that I'll go on a little bit. There was one day we were doing truck... Oh God! And um, I thought we weren't going to talk about. Uh, we're gonna, it bring it brings into something about characters. Got it. It goes, um, and you're just like, take you're loud in my basket, and Dylan's quiet and loud. And I'm like, what does that even mean? This is true. Yeah, it's because like true. I'm just quiet all the time. I'm like, listen, I have social, I have this much social energy, and I have to expand it at a very social job. Sure. And I'm just over here like, dude. And the tr- and the truck hours were uh, my back still purposely. Like, you mentioned truck in my. Back in the back that I the part of my back that I fucked up. Just, mm-hmm. It's like can't do it ever again. But that but that shift for you guys was meant to be no no, oh, no know, stress you know just just doing this just manual thing just yeah and not having to talk to people unless you wanted to and not having to deal with guests and all that stuff. No, it leads into uh, 
that yeah i hated truck i'm not gonna lie it, <laughs> it was a lot of labor and like yeah. especially it's like go clean up the grease and i went son of a fucking bitch yeah um uh, it made you guys do some shitty stuff you did yeah you did for 10 bucks an hour vengeance yeah. <laughs> vengeance yeah. i should be on trial for that yeah. <laughs> no i'm putting on the fucking like everyone all the sucking higher-ups honestly yeah Gregory's on back in a hole oh god <laughs> um no, it, it led into that because it just it leads into the character talk of just like all that. Because I put on a character when I do garden table now. I curse openly. I make fun of everyone. I'm not your typical server. Sure. Like, the, if you took me at, over at Sunking, I'd probably make $1,000 because it's just, I wouldn't give two shits. Yeah. I, and that's kind of where I'm at right well, now. Well, but that's also what you got to do to get through it. Oh, yeah. No, like, <laughs> I look at people and I'm just like, and I don't even talk sometimes. I just look at them and I go, you want, you want a drink? You want, mm-hmm. a, you want a wine? <laughs> and like, it's just fun. Like, yeah. and like, people are gonna like <clears throat> be like, "Oh, with dinner, they're gonna be very professional." I'm like, ah, hell no, fucking honey. I just <laughs> flip open my button up and go. Listen, here's what you're gonna do. And I take terrible access. I do all that. It's <laughs> fun. Yeah. And people want to be entertained. Absolutely. Especially at dinner. Yeah. Well, they don't want to. They, they don't want everything to be so serious. I mean, right. Garden Table is a very, a very nice restaurant. It does really, really cool stuff. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like you don't let your hair down a little bit. Never hurt anybody, you know. This you literally need to let your hair down. I do. It, it retains too much heat in the summertime. That's fair. It does. You do have a mane. I do. It's glorious at all times. It, really it, it needs to be trimmed, though. It, I, l- I love it when it's when you you would come in and it was and it you was like freshly washed and yeah. it was just poof. <laughs> it was it was beautiful, it, especially when it was like eighty or ninety degrees. And oh I just yeah, it. and then the walk from the it would just immediately dry it out and go poof poof. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, now that is a good episode. I think we're good. Uh, but now, good we, we need to do three things here. Okay, one Crockett. <laughs> You're being called out. Yeah, man. Come on trial. Come on bro. trial. Come join us. I know you're super busy, you know, sa- saving the world, doing all the stuff that you're doing, but I mean, we need to we need to make this happen. Do you even have a third mic? I have There's like 5 in here. Love it. I just need a third boom pole. Come because on. Crockett, every time he holds it, it goes like right here like yeah. with the mic on his chin. Yeah, we we have each been on this show, but not together. So Crockett, we're calling you out. You have been called out. And then the two things are, I hope everyone has a good day. And third, thank you, Dave Sauer, for coming on the show again. Thank you for having me, sir. It's always a pleasure. Always.